everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Alert Alert, where we are covering Netflix's The Circle. My name is Carrie. I am joined by my co-host, Josian. Josian, long time no see. It's been so long since we talked about The Circle. All of like- It feels like a decade um, <laughs> since I last saw you. Honestly, now we have what we call texting, apparently, um, mm. and social media since the last time I spoke to you. Um, it's it's a it's a, it's a pleasure to be back in the 21st century and speaking about the circle since we last spoke a mere <laughs> less than 24 hours. Yes. <laughs> so, if you missed it yesterday, we recapped episodes three and four for Silent Podcast, where we're anything but silent. And um, yeah. today, <laughs> and today we're recapping <laughs> episodes five and six. So. My first impression, because the thing is, Josian built these episodes up a bit to me yesterday. If you listen, That's you true. know, she was like, all right, I can't wait for these next ones. I can't wait for these <laughs> next ones. And like, I'm just really impressed with like the quality of television we're getting right now from the circle. So true. I'm like so, so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so let's jump right into it. Where we left off at the end of episode four was they were revealing who each person guest was uh, being represented by the Spice Girls. So as we know, Emma, Mel B are playing one of the profiles. They were playing Jared. Everybody had to guess who they thought that they were playing. And if the majority got it wrong, then the prize at the end of the game is going to increase by $50,000. So we had revealed a bunch of guesses and it came down to um, basically if they got one more if one more person got it wrong then um the spice girls have succeeded so we're on rachel's guess and we start episode five and none other sorry i got sidetracked by our comment valencia what <laughs> up we love you, we love you <laughs> so um we have rachel's guess they spin it around and she guessed Alyssa, which means the spice girls specifically put that in rachel's head as well like they caused that. I'm, I was so, I was like, their minds. Like, Rachel mm-hmm. was kind of on Jared for a bit. So I was like, oh my God. Like, I don't like that they're ending it with Rachel because maybe she said psych and voted for Jared. I don't know. And mm-hmm. so to get the reveal and see that it's unless I was like, power to the Spice Girls for eating that up. Like, that's all credit to them. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I thought that they, Rachel, like, got it wrong was because if she had gotten it right, and would have come down to Yuling's guess. And so I feel like they would have left that as the cliffhanger. So mm-hmm. that was the only reason I'm like, oh, she like probably got this. Okay. Um, but Yuling also got it wrong. She guessed Rachel. And then uh, the circle was a bit cheeky and showed who Jared guessed. And it said, Jared, guess Jared. Who was it? I didn't write it down. That was like, wait, why would Jared guess for Jared? Was that, was it Alex who said it? Or I mean, Nathan? Um, I think I think it was I think it was a, a man so I'm gonna say Brew or Alex because it was like a man like why would they vote for him yeah like, he vote for himself <laughs> and I was like oh no um, which I wasn't expecting them to do that I thought they were gonna like um, show Jared voting for someone but not vote for himself mm-hmm. so that it would be in suspense but I guess that also works you know execution right. Their vote didn't really matter, so 
I get keeping it for the end and like seeing the realization that everyone had of like, oh my God, Jerry was the Spice Girls. And then mm-hmm. everyone being like, I was chatting with the Spice Girls. Like, I just <laughs> talked to Jared yesterday. Um, that was very cool. So after they, by they, I mean, the circle reveals the mission and lets them know that another $50,000 has been added to mm-hmm. the pot for the winner. I thought that they were going to let the Spice Girls just like leave and not have to meet anyone after that. But Same. I was so happy when they're like, okay, they get to go meet somebody. And who did you want them to go meet? I can tell you it's not who they went and met. Um, <laughs> I was so annoyed when I, I saw, I was like, I was like, please don't let it be that person. Please don't let it be that person. And it was that person. I was like, God, are you kidding? I wanted it to be Rachel or Yuling. Like Same. Rachel in the sense that like Rachel talked about being on tour with them and like doing the interviews and stuff like that. And Yulin was actually a fan. Like you can tell that they were fangirling. So I wanted them to have that experience. I don't, I kind of don't understand why, why they went and saw who they did. I don't know if you're going to reveal who it is. but Oh, I mean, you can. It's okay. Yeah, like, they went to go see Alyssa. Okay? And, you know, I was telling you, that last episode, episode, I want to say four. Mm-hmm. No, episode three, I told y'all, like, coverage. I was like, I turned on Alyssa at this point. Like, I can't do this. And so for her to get it, I was like, oh, of course she did. Um, Not to, like harp on her i just wish like if it was a celebrity i really cared for and they won the circle and then i found out that they went to someone who wasn't a fan like mm-hmm. crazy fan like putting it out there i'd be like come on y'all like mm-hmm. there's two options better options um than than Alyssa, in my opinion i don't know how you felt about it but that's how i felt i think that them going to see Alyssa really showed how into the game they were because they, I think, respected Alyssa's game um, mm. probably more than the other people's in the fact that, like, they were pretty sure she was a catfish, but they also knew that, like, or especially because Alyssa was one of the people that got it right, that they were they were who they were. So I think that, for me, especially with, like, how much game they talked there, it they chose it for that reason. I could also understand being a celebrity and like not wanting to go to the person who is like sneaking in the song titles into the message they sent or being like, Oh my God, like I was at your concert when I was six. Cause then it's more so like talking about that experience versus the shared one they just had of like, we played this game too. So um, especially with like how much information Emma and Mel B came with and were like really talking game with Alyssa in their meetup. So I can understand the choice, especially because Mel B was so sure that Alyssa was a catfish. You're on mute, just as a heads up. <laughs> I said, yeah, I get that, Lord. No, of course I'm on mute. I get that. <laughs> I get it. But I was like, mm. I think you brought really valid points, but it still doesn't change the fact that I was like, damn. At least Rachel, like, or, like, I mean, maybe they went to go also see Alyssa because, like, they were pushing the fact that she was a Spice Crawl. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I would have rather, like, Rachel, to be honest. But we move. We keep going. Um, after that, we get the newsfeed being updated, and they leave their little video. I didn't think that they said anything, like, too worthwhile, just saying that they don't think that they're the only catfish in the circle. 
However, like Nathan, I felt read really far into that because <laughs> I feel that when someone does go and see a catfish, it's usually more direct. Like even Parker yeah. was a bit more direct of like, don't trust everybody. But they just said like, I don't think that we're the only catfish. I don't think it implied that Alyssa was a catfish. I think, I think honestly, paranoia is like a big thing and he's probably like paranoid but also at the, at the end of the day, I would also use that as leverage mm-hmm. um, against Alyssa. Like the one thing I would love is for no one to visit me <laughs> because <laughs> I will always spin it and be like, did you hear when they said this? Like, I feel like that's a catfish. Like mm-hmm. I, would, I would do that all the time. Even if I don't think they're a catfish or even if I do think they're a catfish, I'm going to push the narrative that they're a catfish. Anytime someone says something of some little, you know, resort, you know, and mm-hmm. Alex slash Nathan I don't know if he was just like psyching himself out into thinking that and it was just paranoia but like a little paranoia if you utilize it in the right way does no harm so I don't think he really did anything with that information but I also think that in his head he's like "Mm, I'm keeping it out I feel like he was always already kind of keeping an eye out for Alyssa like any other player but I think that also like put more of a radar or a target on her back, I fear. Yeah, I I mean, you could tell that throughout this like batch of episodes that um, Nathan is very much on the get Alyssa out train. <laughs> so um, any information that you can take and spin in your favor for that definitely is helpful. It's just mm-hmm. like at, when it first came up, I was like, I don't, I didn't take that message as that, but obviously I already know like who is and isn't a catfish. So I don't have as much reason to read into it. So I understand what you're saying. I just thought that like he took it a little too far. It didn't seem like anybody else took it as it was implied that whoever they went to see is a catfish. It felt like no one else took it that way. I think they were just focused on the fact that there was the Spice Girls, to be Mm -hmm. quite honest with you. So I don't think anyone was thinking really game game like that, for real, for real. Like, I I really don't think that was, like, people's main concerns. They were like, who did the Spice Girls see? Because I just want to know, because they didn't come and see me. Mm -hmm. That's the mindset I think a lot of people were in. Probably. And um, in the circle chat afterwards, Brew kind of leads the way in apologizing for the wrong catfish accusations, especially <laughs> towards Rachel. Um, mm-hmm. because Rachel caught a few votes. And I was really impressed by how Rachel took it. How did you think uh, Rachel handled having multiple people thinking that she's out there trying to catfish them, especially because she's playing as herself? I think I think at the end of the day, like you always have to pre- like pretend everything's okay, whether or not you think it or not. And in this point in time, we are under the impression that she's actually okay with it. Like, it's a compliment. Um, we later on found out that she was, like, a little hurt by it. So I think the way she went about it in that main group chat was very smart. And, um, you know, it's like, oh, like, obviously, like, I'm not a catfish now. Which, obviously, she isn't. But, like, it goes for star um, in that sense. Yeah, I think... Um she exposes a little bit more of her true feelings, but I guess it was also nice for everyone to be like, Oh, my bad. That's part of the game though. I like, I don't know how upset you can be that you're being like accused of being a catfish when like, you're doing the same thing. 
I think I think the thing is, is that at the end of the day, it's like people are going to read that and say, oh, do people not think I'm genuine? Yeah. Do people not trust me? And at the end of the day, I'll, it is a popularity contest. And the way to win a lot of the times is for a lot of people to think, oh, my God, she's so genuine. Oh, she's so trustworthy. She has me. So obviously she just came into the game as well. So she doesn't have that leverage. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think her going about it, she needs to be understanding, which I do think she was. Um, but I do, especially with the help of like the Spice Girls, just letting her know, like, oh, like I thought you could have been a catfish or whatever, too. Mm-hmm. Like just letting her know. So it does. It's it's not like a blindside or a major shock. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I think uh, overall, um, like I think she just handled it well for what it is. But I can understand it because like you have to think it from a game perspective. Because even though even though she didn't she got voted for the Spice Girls, I could be thinking. Mm, well, do they think I'm a catfish overall? And they have this weird thing about... Actually, someone said something that really impressed me about the whole catfish thing that I talked about the first time we filmed, which was, like, I hate the fact that people just want to get catfish out. Mm-hmm. Um, in this sense, I would understand a little bit of fear and panic because you don't know what other people are thinking. But a lot of the times, the vibes are, let's get the catfish out, let's get the catfish out. So, you know, I would be a little concerned, but overall, I think she handled it well. You know who I think didn't handle it well was Carol. Carol basically opened a girls chat just to be like, hey, Krissa, I know that you call me a catfish. <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? No, Carol's like, like, I can't. Carol's like relationship management is garbage. Like, mm-hmm. just utter garbage. Like, whatever. And the thing is, is that it's so funny because like, Carol goes in and says whatever, and then Krista says whatever, and everyone watching is like, wait, they're just throwing shade at each other. They're throwing daggers. When they're both like, the two people who are messaging are like, oh my god, um, the other person understands where I'm coming from. Oh, it's so nice. That's so sweet. She gave me a little heart at the end. And like, Alyssa and like, everyone else is like, oh shit, they're throwing shade. (laughs) Oh my god. Like, they're coming at each other let me get my popcorn and it was so funny to see the juxtaposition between like what the two people were actually having the conversation and how like positive and rainbows and sunshines and hearts it is and the other ones are like oh let me get my popcorn because it's getting messy the tea Mm -hmm. that like it's just it's really funny to see how um texting a message without tone creates different ideas of what you're actually trying to say Mm -hmm. so i thought it was really funny actually (laughs) Yeah, I was just confused. It's like, this is the only thing we're getting out of this little segment is basically Carol acknowledging that Krissa said that she's a catfish when, like, actually everyone has been saying you're a catfish, Carol, just not literally your face. Well, exactly. Alyssa implied it to your face, but <laughs> I guess, like, everyone's saying it. Just Krissa guessed it publicly. Like, what are you going to do? I mean... I don't think she was a Spice Girl, but, like, it's not far removed for her to be like, ah, that's a catfish, because mm-hmm. obviously Carol is a catfish, so. Yeah, for sure. The next thing we get is an anonymous game, and how do you feel about when the circle does anonymous games? I get excited. I <laughs> jumped. I yelled. I was like, yes, give me more chaos. The one thing I don't like is when the circle just stops giving chaos, and it's like, mm-hmm oh my god guess the color or whatever guess the city like who cares give me chaos give me drama give me something i can enjoy and like just like 
be in it like mm-hmm. simmer into it like I don't know I was so excited I was like we kind of got like the catfish talk a little but now with an anonymous game you can definitely throw jabs mm-hmm. so the first one they had to answer was best vibes who's your vote for best vibes in the in the circle apartment oh. complex it's definitely the three, Yuling, um, Frank, and Krissa. Those three, I would probably pick. Oh, wow. Honestly, I can't think between the two of them, depending on like our conversations. But I think I think I would give it to Krissa probably. Krissa would have been mine as well. Yeah. So Alyssa, Yuling, and Krissa were the top three votes there. So weird. Alyssa? Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know. I she just doesn't give me any vibes to begin with. So for her to have good vibes, I was like, are we, are we watching? But I guess to each their own. Like, I feel like the people who voted for specific people are on the same wavelength as me mm-hmm. versus like people who voted for Alyssa, I wouldn't get good vibes from. So maybe that's why. I don't know. The next one we get is should speak up more. And Nathan got the most votes and then Yuling got the second most votes. At, uh, did you agree with that at the time? Wait, what was the category? Sorry, kind of like the, blanked. <laughs> the person who should speak up more in the circle. Um, you know what's so crazy? Like Ethan, Nathan just joined. Like, why are mm-hmm. we telling him to speak up? Like, okay, I guess. You know who I think should speak up more? Um, I think it's um actually not Nathan, but actually like um. What if, who's the OG I'm thinking of? Hold on. Um, yeah, Brew. I think he should speak up more. I was like, this man, <laughs> sometimes I forget he's there. Like, he's giving very furniture. Like, when they're not doing the whole thruple thing, I literally forget that this man is here. And I'm like, oh, okay. I think he should speak up more. I think, like, sometimes we see it a little bit more now. But, like, at that point of the vote, I was like, what What do you mean, yielding? Like, I feel like she was saying, like, some things. But then again, who knows? Like to each their own. I actually probably would have voted there. I just felt like in the edit that we were getting, she wasn't coming up a lot. Mm. Um, that, like, we saw her with Frank, but otherwise, like, there was a one-on-one with Nathan a bit. I just can't remember if this was before or after this, but like, we didn't really get a ton of Krissa in, um, like, late ep- or episode four and five, especially. So. Uh, I would have said Krista there, but that's just my opinion. Also, I yeah. like her. is so a good answer. Krista's a good answer. I would probably go that way, maybe, too. Who knows? Next was most strategic. Who is your yeah. vote for most strategic? And not the person most likely to wear a strategic AF shirt. That's <laughs> most strategic. Um, I would give it to... Uh, Honestly, I have, like, who I actually think would be the most strategic versus who I would vote for. I would vote for Carol. Because, mm-hmm. like, we already can tell she's a catfish, whatever. Just throw her under the bus. Like, get her more into, like, a shitty situation. But I really think that the most strategic person is Alyssa. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I feel like you can kind of see it. And I, like by what the Spice Girls said about like flirting and stuff and whatever mm-hmm. I would have been like mm. so I would have probably voted for Carol to get her out of the, the bus but I wouldn't have voted for Alyssa because Alyssa already has like good vibes or whatever and so I feel like reading that I would be like okay so she's getting good vibes if I put that for her is there any point 
because yeah. like, people are still gonna trust her and they might put me at odds. <laughs> Next week, back from the dead. Um, <laughs> hey, another dog is barking, so he's barking. So I, I would have also. Well, Alyssa is my vote for most strategic. I don't know who I would have voted for. Um, I thought it was funny that Frank got like the second most number of votes because. I feel like he operates on no strategy and just straight up like emotional intelligence. I think, um, and that's think- not a knock at Frank, by the way, I, because no. he is, I think, doing a great job. I think, I think, really, what it is is that people wanted to put a target on Frank's back and not think like he's actually strategic. Yeah, because they're like, "Well, Frank's a good person, so let me vote that way." Which, boo! Come on. <laughs> whatever like i was gonna just like okay cool whatever there's definitely people who are bigger targets whatever it may be like frank is a good person socially but like i don't think he's like moving around being like methodical and like thinking this i need a message to this person and have like the the and the narrator said it best the host slash narrator she was like you know everyone's studying and writing notes and frank's well frank's dancing in his kitchen and he had like shimmying I was like, exactly. Like, why are we voting him most strategic? I get. I think people were just doing it to make a target out of Frank, which is like a good choice because I think Frank is a good competitor in the sense that people would like Frank, which is the mm-hmm. whole point of the game. Yeah. But like, I was like, eh, okay, I see you. But like, everyone who does that, like, doesn't realize that it will probably be ineffective because he's well liked, anyways. Mm-hmm. Like, who who's gonna go out of their way and cut Frank right now? No one. Right so i feel like you have to use things and do it wisely that's why i would vote carol versus like wanting to vote like Alyssa. yeah that makes sense because like some of the some of the true answers like aren't gonna progress anybody's game so why bother Mm -hmm. um next was most trustworthy and we had carol krista and yuling all get two votes I don't understand how Carol is pulling votes here. Like, I know that Brew sent one Carol's way. Um, I it's, don't know. It's the it's the whole mama bear, son bear nonsense. Bear. You know what's crazy to me? Like, the fact that, like, Brew puts Carol as his number one, and Carol goes and puts Alyssa, like, her number one, at least so far, like, what we've yeah. seen. And it's just so weird to me, because I'm like... Brew doesn't have a good sense of like how people prioritize him, and we're obviously gonna see that much later. Yeah, but it's just like, come on, really, really, that's what you're <laughs> gonna vote for? Get a grip! I'm like, stop, please. Anyways, but everyone else who got there, Yulin being most trustworthy is probably one of the best things to be. Yeah. And I think people just underestimate Yulin, so when they see that, they're like, eh, it's whatever. But I think it has a big impact in the future. So, you know. And the last one was who's most likely to win? And Carol, Krista, and Frank all got votes there. <sighs> Disappointment. Disappointment is all I can say. I was <laughs> like, I was just like, oh my God, she's going to be a target. There's no point. Like, I'm. You're muted again. There you Sorry. go. Sorry. I'm <laughs> just saying that, like, obviously, I was like, oh, it's it's whatever like they're going to um they're gonna like 
say that about her because they want her out. But she's not most likely to win, obviously, because she doesn't have the relationships. Like, if people were smart and were voting strategically, they would vote who has the most relationships. Mm-hmm. Okay, But yeah, that's just me. How did you feel? I think that... Um... I don't know, this one was kind of like a bit of a wash for me for like who's most likely to win just because there's so much that's going to happen between now and the final that it's like this is definitely just a place to get um, a target on someone's back. It would have made sense to me to like throw the vote on Carol because I think they're least likely to win. However, that final five situation is always dicey because like right. if you're – I've played like uh, an online version of this. Oh, Nitro's back. Um, where I was like the last person in, and it was basically like an alliance of four, and then me. And um, I ended up winning just because like all of them were so like afraid of each other winning, mm-hmm. and I had like made a decent relationship with each one of them that like all of them like didn't realize the good relationships that I had like individually mm-hmm. with each other. So like they all ranked me high thinking that like they were going to take care of each other. And like, I had no right in winning that. Like I shouldn't have, you know, but it was like, cause they all were so like, par- like paranoid and trying to be strategic that they almost like out strategied themselves. Yeah. And I, that type of shit happens in the final five that like you almost don't want a carol to get there because exactly that person's gonna catch so many high votes um that when carol wins it's like wait what the fuck like how did that happen where i think if you're a good player you need to be surrounded by the four other best players in order to actually have like to remove the element of being tactical in where you rank people of messing up that final vote. And I know that like gets ahead a lot, but um, like, I think that's such a big reason that you need to take out the obvious goat in this instance. Mm -hmm. And so put those targets on Carol, like get her out because if you're good, a Carol somehow sneaks through and is used as a pawn. And sometimes those pawns end up winning. No, for real. I really think that pushing a target on specific people is important. Like people who have like, yeah, Chris is a good person, whatever. But like retrospectively, if you're in group chats and Chris is not in those group chats, obviously that person that you're in a group chat with probably has a better relationship with other people than you do. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's just like, I don't know. Strategically, I was like, OK, like whatever. Like, I don't know. I feel like there are much bigger threats around. Um than Krissa and Frank and that I think have more leverage than others so for them to vote that way I was like like not surprised like I was like okay whatever like cool like whatever one of them's definitely going now (laughs) like I was just like okay whatever (laughs) after our game we get um, a few different chats that we see so uh, I kind of like when the circle goes out of its way to show us like the relationships that are being built. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that like not all the conversations that are had are worth seeing, but they decide to focus on a few of them for us. So first we get Nathan chatting Krissa and um, it, Krissa was so funny when she got that message. She's like, what are what? we going to talk about? Like, what <laughs> am I going to talk about to this like 22 year old little white frat boy, which was so funny to me. Um, and 
so Nathan just comes in and like provides some information saying like he's flirting it up with you Ling and uh, Chris appreciates like oh you're being open with me and they bond a bit but Nathan's main goal is like hey if I have to cut Chris I will but I want her to feel like she can't get rid of me do you think that Nathan accomplished that I think Nathan like may put himself known to Chris I think there are people in this house that don't have relationships with Chris that from what we can tell like brew like carol like Alyssa. so for nathan to go and message krisha krisa and make that conversation even though it's short mm-hmm. um it was like a big thing and i think it had a big impact because um of like the ranking and then like the reactions we see later on i do think that it did work and that if if things had continued in that trajectory we could have had a division and Nathan would have been on one side and not on the side that he currently is in. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, I think that's a, a result of what happened during the blocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that makes sense with what you're saying in terms of like how it's lined up as well. Um, but or before we move on to the next chat, I do have to give a shout out to Michelle Berteau, who uh, I tweeted this, but also like, I need to say it out loud. She has my ideal job. She gets to make fun of people on like worldwide <laughs> television, uh, like somewhat narrating what they're doing. Like I genuinely want to do that. That's one of the things that um, like uh, when I used to teach back in Connecticut, we I taught in this like little rural town. There was nothing to do. And me and this guy, Brian, we became like best friends because we would just like we had no one else to hang out with our age. And like we would go to dinner and just like watch people and like fill in their conversations of what we thought they were talking about. You know what I mean? Like just like narrate and like make fun of people is my dream. Mm -hmm. And uh, especially here when (laughs) she made a comment, like, yeah, maybe you could talk about like the puzzle you've had on your table that has no complete edges after four days or something like that. Like (laughs) completely went in on her jigsaw puzzle ability. It's just like, I want your job so badly. But anyway, (laughs) I think she's funny and she needs um, as much credit as she can get because uh, female comedians are not respected out on these streets. And she's hilarious. So uh, she has my dream job and I'm jealous. But And we stand. We we love you. We love you and we stand. (laughs) Uh, The next chat, we get the thruple back in action. So we get Alyssa chatting, Mewling and Brew, which... To me, it's funny because one of the things she said to the Spice Girls is, like, I'm keeping my alliances small. And then, like, the first chat we see her in is a group chat after that with the two of them. Um, but Alyssa lets them know that the Spice Girls don't trust Nathan. Brew throws some shade at Nathan. Um, and it seems like these three are really trying to, like, firm up that alliance. What do you think of the, the thruple? I don't understand Brew's gameplay at all. Like, he does things, and I'm like, why? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. why you have an ally within Nate? Yep. It's clear as day. You're probably his number one because you guys have the most things in common. And he's going there. And Nate, if he wants an influencer position, you are safe. You never have to worry about Nathan. Like, it just doesn't make sense for his character for him to be out. 
So I was like, huh? Like, why are we why are we throwing him under the bus? Don't wouldn't you want him to be popular? Wouldn't you want him to save you? Wouldn't you want to make a decision with him if you both end up influencers? I was like, that makes no sense. And it just makes you look shady. Because if they ever have a conversation with Nathan and they let him know, then he's like, hmm, maybe I can't trust Brew. And I just think Brew makes dumb decisions as who his allies are. Like, I don't think he he I don't think he opened himself up to everyone and thought about it. But then again, I don't think, I think maybe Brew was like a recruit or something. Yeah. I think he was just here for the vibes. I think um, the thing about Brew, and we've seen this like plenty of times on reality TV shows with like strategy behind it, is that you, uh, not you, but. uh, (laughs) You as in the universe. You as in the general you, the general contestant you I think it's very um easy to miss like have a misconception of who is going to keep their mouth shut because like on these shows for the most part it really doesn't make sense to keep other people's business to yourself like you should just keep your business to yourself and Mm -hmm. Bruce kind of like missing out on that key component of this gameplay where like okay you're like the people you're talking to, you're giving information. Okay, great. But you're giving information about other people and not yourself. And so why won't those people then go and turn around and say it to someone else? It's not Mm -hmm. like um, we see in the next chat, not that like Frank telling Rachel his mom about his mom passing away is information, but that's personal. That that allows you to connect with that person. Brew doesn't do that as much. Brew uses information he gets about someone else to connect with other people but it doesn't give you a sense of connection to brew it just gives you a source of information yeah and it's like okay well if i lose that source of information that's an easier pill to swallow than it is like feeling like i'm cutting someone that genuinely cares about me and i genuinely Mm. care about them and i think that's where brew is missing out on it but like i also think he's capable of it i just don't think he realizes that that's an important component of this game. I love the way you just explained that because it's entirely true. And the thing is also is in addition to what you've said, if I'm playing with a brute and I see that he's just giving out information and it doesn't take much to get it out from him, from other people, I'm thinking, is he also giving that information about me to other people? Which we kind of see happen a little bit with his conversation with Nathan later down on the line. He doesn't really provide too much information, but it's like he gives the hints. Mm-hmm. But I guess like <clears throat> it's just not registering to Alex slash Nathan. So it's just like, oh, like he just does that a lot, and he's just not a good ally overall. And I just think the gameplay doesn't make any sense. Like, okay, you're in a conversation with. I think his fear is that. Nathan's gonna come in and replace him but that makes no sense like they mm-hmm. there's three of you there's no way that two like the two other girls are like let's just switch boys like they they wouldn't have that conversation yeah because they also have individual relationships with you mm-hmm. or they should have anyways so if they feel comfortable replacing you with someone else that has entirely to do with your gameplay and not Nathan at all yeah. If anything, he would be an addition to. So I, I, I don't know. I just wanted, I just want to like, I get the whole like, I don't want it to be a quad thing, but it doesn't have to be a quad. You can all just say, hey, let's use Nathan. Let's all agree to make a good relationship <laughs> with Nathan, and let's just use him. Mm-hmm. Like, 
there is a better gameplay and it, it was just annoying like honestly like um the throuple just like flirts with each other or whatever but like though like that to me is not enough for allyship like they're talking about nathan and stuff and like the flirting and like it just feels like a group of people but like there's no strategy so i would um the, a decision there's like a few decisions that happen in this game that people are like huh like why would this specific person do it but like if you think about it they have no reason not to because mm-hmm. there isn't an alliance within the throuple really like it's like yeah there's it's uh, it's it's empty promises like everyone does i got you i have your back yeah circle family it's just empty words all the time and i don't and i think some people get it and others don't and brew just happens to be one of those people who does it mm-hmm. um so it's like womp womp like next i was like oh i was over it like the whole flirting thing i'm just, i just get over it really quickly i just like you because you just funny yeah like she's the one who makes like if it was something if you if the thruple was those three and maybe like you know those two and like some random person like let's say hypothetically parker was playing herself mm-hmm. and she was in that chat i would be like Ugh, next yeah but because yulin is funny and she brings the entertainment and the jokes it makes it worth watching but it's solely due to yulin and nothing else <laughs> <laughs> the last chat we get is frank and rachel which i briefly alluded to but um we get the two of them just chatting about like the game that the anonymous game and frank like i don't really like being seen as strategic like i'm not running on strategy over here which to an extent i agree i also kind of wish he would run on a little bit more strategy but there's a chance that like frank's gonna get by and potentially win this game based off of what he's doing so just who am him. i to criticize yeah like you keep dancing in your little like macrame give us a shit like, like hey like go crazy i guess like, go off frank who i'm just i'm just on a podcast what do i know <laughs> <laughs> what do we know we're just podcasting <laughs> but um frank opens up to rachel and lets her lets her know that like they were talking about her job and how she got into it and he's like well, i completely believe in paranormal activities like I'm pretty confident I've seen my mom as a ghost when she's passed away. And Rachel is very sensitive and appreciative of the fact that um, Frank opened up to her, which I think is like as much as it is gameplay, like, or as much as it is sincere, I think from Frank, I think it also is gameplay, which is where I do think that like low key strategy comes in because it is the connection is, is Rachel going to go and cut Frank after this? I think it's less likely than it was at the beginning of the conversation. Yeah, that's for sure. I think I think a big thing is um, how from the, the the way the tone was set prior to even discussing with mom about a safety place and honesty place. Rachel being honest in the first place and being like, honestly, it did hurt my feelings a little to be voted mm-hmm. that way, and having that exchange of honesty and sincerity open the space to then have that conversation about Frank's mom. So I yeah. think when you come on the show, if if you're you're either gonna you should either strategize right away or just be completely vulnerable. Like there's no in between yeah. if you want to be productive. But I think I think there's something sweet about it, about being sincere. 
But when you're in a context of the game, even though you're just being yourself, you're being sincere and honest and vulnerable. And the fact that you're doing it within a game, there are benefits later down the line that have to do with the game, even though it may not be your intention because of the content, the environment that you were in, the space that you're in, when you're sharing that vulnerable moment. We say that with, it's not even just a circle. Like if you think of any social game and you build relationships with people, real honest friendship relationships it then becomes hard to want to cut them to want to do whatever it may be so Mm -hmm. it's within the space in the time of the conversation for sure so i think i thought honestly that conversation was beautiful and i like that i feel like this is one of the only one of the only conversations that we've had so far aside from frank and chrissa where it's just honest like cards on the table who cares like let's just like bear it all and that makes really strong allies that you Mm -hmm. don't even have to worry about anymore and I think that that relationship with Rachel comes to play later on as well. So mm-hmm. everything that happens throughout the whole experience has consequences. Some consequences come earlier than later, but this 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 was a good consequence that's going to come later down the line for both of them as individuals and as players. And I'm sure that they made a beautiful friendship, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you. And like you said, we do see... Um, Ramification seems like a negative word. So does consequences. But I guess like well, the result of the conversation yeah. to um, kind of come into play later on um, in later episodes. So we end episode five with the alert for the ratings. And so um, we do find out that Nathan and Rachel can't be eliminated, but they can rate people. So we definitely get Rachel and Nathan for another couple episodes i love that i love that they kind of like i know that that happened traditionally but i forgot and then i got really excited because i was like rachel already was getting like bagged on for being a thrice girl and then nathan is like the easy kickoff person so i love that they had power and influencing the ratings Mm -hmm. but didn't have to suffer the ramifications of coming in late which is like a big thing in the circle i feel like the the core people usually stay longest because they started that way because they had more time, whatever it may be. So I was so amped. I was like, yes. And Rachel and Frank had a, just a good conversation. Frank and, um, <clears throat> sorry, not Frank. Nathan and slash Alex had a good conversation with Krista. So I was like, yes, 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 yes. These people get to vote others up. And the people I don't want to do well are probably going to be lower on the list. But mm-hmm. yes, I was excited. I was amped. I was happy for it. Um, something that I'm going to mention now, and I, I'll probably end up mentioning it again, um, in our, the next episode that we record, but I think it does come into play here is that besides the Spice Girls coming in as themselves, everybody else has come in with a pair. And I think that that is, um, a great improvement that the circle has made to avoid that like easy pickoff strategy of like, yeah, they're safe for one round, but how often is it that like the next round that person's gone because the OGs are OGing, you know, where OGs are OGing. (laughs) So when you have someone else, like, and you are able to cement that, like we came in at the same time, let's work together relationship. Then you're able to kind of like divide and conquer the, Mm -hmm. um, the relationships that like benefit both of you. And so um, I do like that we see them coming in together, both Rachel and Nathan, and then not to jump ahead to uh, 
too much later on, but the next pair of people come in together as well. So I really like that because I think it's going to have a big effect on um, just how like the whole gameplay happens mm-hmm. um, in comparison to previous seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I, I didn't write a lot of notes about this. I realized like when I podcasted about the circle before is that um, like I could sit here and be like, okay, this person voted this person, this, and it's just like a lot of names, whatever. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> like it does matter obviously, but like the results matter. Not what I say here. Um, I, Two things I took away. One was about something in someone in specific, which you kind of mentioned before, but Brew was very vocal about like the, like the fuck do I care if they're a catfish? And that is a very like different strategy. And I think other people are taking it as well as like, we don't really care if this person is a catfish. They're beneficial to my game where in a lot of previous seasons, it's like, I'm that that person is a target because they're a catfish and mm-hmm. we're seeing that less and we're seeing the the catfish utilize more specifically carol here um mm-hmm. and so brew is really like the first one to say Vocalize it out it. loud during the rankings yeah. we've kind of heard it a little bit in other places but like that was um very blunt so it was like one of the few things i think brew has done uh correctly, correctly. <laughs> i think he's trying it's just like he would have benefited from seeing previous seasons, but um, yeah. And so I appreciate Bruce saying that. And I just felt that overall people were very strategic in their rankings here. Mm-hmm. Also how wild is this episode five and it's our only our second rankings. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know how many episodes are on this season, but like not to like jump too ahead, but like at the end of episodes eight, they were like, um, you know, there's, the far, like well that would be a spoiler let me we'll let me leave refrain. it we'll leave it we'll refrain. Leave it for now but i think i think the 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 length of the episode like the how many episodes are happening with like how many rankings we've done so far is kind of crazy to me i'm like expecting like a double elimination very soon mm-hmm. quite honest but but yeah so <clears throat> i don't want to give credit to to brew but i did say this in the first <laughs> episode that we covered and i said can we like stop who cares who's of catfish like mm-hmm. just like if you're gonna win you're gonna win and Bruce said it so I was like okay that makes sense great but I'm not rooting for Mama Carol so for once I wish she would care <laughs> <laughs> for for the one time I think this is the first one of the first seasons I'm like not actively rooting for a catfish except like I guess Alex and Nathan I like at the end of like the the bunch of episodes, I really like started to want to root for him. Mm-hmm. So like I was like, yeah, okay. But like usually from the get go, there was like a catfish that I'm like really rooting for, and I want them to do really well. And mm-hmm. this was not the case. So for once, I'm like, don't work with the catfish, get them out. But you know, <laughs> it is what it is. So after the rankings, we find like someone's gonna or find out someone's gonna be blocked tomorrow, and then we cut to episode six. Episode six starts with Rachel doing the morning meditation group chat. Um, And we get the comment from Alyssa. It's the first of two times that she says it, where now it makes sense when um, Fredo jumped in our YouTube comments yesterday and was like, hashtag gives us nothing. But um, Nathan made some comment and Alyssa was just like, you keep giving us nothing. You give us absolutely nothing, which... Um, I'm probably going to start working that into my vocabulary in terms of just shutting people down. Do you know that meme? 
That maybe, maybe not. There's a meme where there's a YouTube comment, and then they go, um, they said, OMG, uh, go girl, give us nothing. Oh. And it's so funny. And so I think that's where she got that from. And then I take it back. She's not as funny as I thought she was. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe she didn't use it from the knee. But I will say, I, I do have to admit, when she did the morning meditation, I did get up and I did start doing the breathing. I was like, okay. Because I had a long day at work. I was like, let me start breathing. I was like, okay. And I did it. And it's fun and stuff like that. And I thought it was a cute way to show Rachel's personality. Um, and then, like, a good conversation starter, too. Because then she's not in trouble this week. But next week, someone can go in and be like, oh, so the meditation stuff, give me more tips and tricks. It shows a little bit more of her personality. Okay. So I think that was a great, I don't think it was an intentional game move. But I think it was a good move for her in the future and how, like, her vibes and that's like a big thing this season is vibes so overall i was like yes see if i was in the house or apartment or game whatever for that and someone opens up a chat with me called morning meditation group i would you the the biggest (laughs) eye roll you would see all season I'd be like, get the fuck out. The last thing I want to do is meditate. I'm, I'm, so I'm already dead. by myself in an apartment 24 hours a day. You think <laughs> I need to fucking meditate on top of that? Leave me That's alone. so funny. I literally just said I was breathing and you're telling yeah, me. You're and like, I'm like, oh, get out. So, uh, oh. you, clearly you could tell <laughs> the vibes from me and Carrie. Also, my room <laughs> is blue. Carrie's wearing a red shirt. It's just giving polarity, like polarity to the max. <laughs> But yes, I I I was I was here for it. I thought some of the comments were funny, the jokes. Um, also, I don't know if th- at this point Nathan's in the gym with like a collared shirt. But I was like, why are we like, doing this again? To Nathan's mindset, I'm sure that if I was in there, like I would sign up every day to go to as many of the different rooms as possible just mm-hmm. to get out of my apartment. Um, because like. Alex has never been in a gym before. Like, get out. I'm sorry. Just the way he was, like, trying to do these bicep curls. I'm like, bro, Mm. first of all, you are going to actually hurt yourself. You are going to mess up ligaments in your elbow. Like, forget the meditating. You need to work on your form. No, it was funny. I I loved it. But I was like, okay. I was like, I'm glad. I'm glad that you guys had this great moment. Now give me chaos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yeah, here's the calm before positive. the storm. Literally. After that, we get Euling chatting with Frank and Krista, and um, <sighs> it's a lot of like love in this in this chat. Which to me, like, I like all three of them, but <laughs> this is I'm such a bitch. I just don't need that much positivity. Like, <laughs> bring me. Bring me people being like shady and shit. Like I get it. You're like I understand why this part is important, and I appreciate all the nice stuff and everyone like building each other up. But like, all right, I really need to, someone to just start throwing virtual haymakers here because that is so funny. Because I was gonna say I loved that conversation. <laughs> it, it was, was a my conversation. favorite conversation so far. Maybe my it's because it was like back to back with the meditation, and I'm like, this is too <laughs> like, like too nice. It's yeah, too like, sunshine and rainbows. Give like, me chaos. Yeah, give me the drama. <laughs> so, I loved it. I honestly loved it. And, like, I think the showing that conversation was so important as to what happens next. Because I yeah. was like, what the? 
but it definitely yeah. is important. I understand why it was shown. I am just not. I like. I don't know my that inner peace and stuff. It's not for me. Stay, someone else can have my inner peace. Like, give me the drama. I I'm the <laughs> so, inner peace here, I guess. Yeah, I'm the chaos. Um, <laughs> I'm just like spinning in circles, making a tornado. Chaotic evil and chaotic good um, yeah. right here for you. <laughs> after, <laughs> after we get a uh, brew chatting with Nathan. And so Nathan tells brew that you Ling slid into his DMs. And then brew is like, wait a second. You Ling said that you slid into her DMs. And um, so brew's got that information. He like, Try to get tries to give Nathan a little bit of a heads up on Yuling. I don't know. It's kind of weird. It feels Again, like, bad gameplay. Like, yeah, the things that are being done are so stupid. First of all, who cares who slide into whose DMs? At the end of the day, the meaning is to say that they are flirting in each other's chats. Mm-hmm. You got the message. You're doing. You're you're running too technical with it. You're getting a little too weird with it. Who cares? Like who cares? And it, t- it gets to the point where later on they just start flirting in front of the house, like in the house chats and stuff like that. Like. No one cares about who slid in whose DMs first. You're focused on the wrong things, bud. You're making decisions that make no sense. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, it's like, I don't know. He was, like, trying to drop hints. Yuling is your ally, right? Your, right. your ally, supposedly. So why, why, why do you care what's going on with their stuff? Like, focus on your gameplay. Because when you start focusing on others, you're, like, literally rude your gameplay which also shows me that you don't have the capacity to be adaptable and focus on yourself and where you need to go mm-hmm. like i don't know just overall dumb decisions were being made by brew this episode and i was like these are choices that you're making i don't see the reasoning but uh okay yeah i i can't say more than what i did before about brew i just think that like i think he's trying but he's just not using good strategies <laughs> That's really what it comes down to. It's like he's, it's like, okay, let's say hypothetically, metaphor is like, Brew's gameplay to me is like, you have a pinata stick, right? Mm -hmm. Then you have the end that's very thin, and then the big part of it, and you're just swinging. So after they've turned the thing, Brew has located the pinata, but is using the stick the wrong way. And so he just keeps hitting it, but there's nothing going on because it's just stupid. Like, Swing it around. Think, think logically. Flip your bat around and start hitting it and be aggressive. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's just like, I just feel like wrong gameplay, like wrong people. Also, like Nathan's supposed to be playing someone who's stupid. So no offense to any frat. You know, again, uh, sorority, fraternity, solidarity. But <laughs> like Nate's archetype, the player that he's supposed to be playing, the character, is someone who is young and dumb. Mm-hmm. So for you to like drop hints and for you to think he's gonna get it, like no, it just wouldn't make sense for his character and his archetype. You have to tell him straight up. And even then, when you if you did if he did do that, it would not be good gameplay because when Nathan would go to Yu Ling, Yu Ling would not trust Bru anymore. So dumb decisions across the board. After this, we get an alert for their next activity, which is. Uh, Nikki Glazer showing up and letting them know that they have to write roasts about each other. And um, I was interested in the fact that we didn't go straight into the roast. We went like, um, 
we had a couple of chats and then the ratings and then the roast, but Nikki Glazer shows up and says, write a roast about everybody. Okay, cool. Uh, bef- Actually, I'll just leave that question for when we get to it, but that's the activity that they have to work on. Mm. So after we get Carol chatting Alyssa and Carol asks for sex advice to follow up on a previous statement and we have to sit here through this. Um, I know that that was like awkward uh-huh. for John for to have to like talk about his mom's sex life or whatever, but like that was just miserable for me. And so John, if you could like think about me in the future when you're going to do dumb <laughs> shit, that'd be great. <laughs> I know that it's pre-recorded, but next time like <laughs> just guess my future thoughts and uh, take yeah. it into consideration <laughs> even though we've not met once right so i'm gonna skip over all the sex talk not because it makes me uncomfortable i will gladly talk about sex at any given time it's just more the fact that like there's no benefit to the circle podcast for it at this moment so uh it, when it came down and then we can yeah. move on all right we said um, it evolve a <laughs> hug um and what it came down to is it seems like that these two have increased their bond a little bit, even though Alyssa doesn't believe that Carol is who she is, uh, who she says she is, but it seems like they've increased their bond a little bit. Mm. I don't know. Alyssa has so many relationships and Carol has none. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Alyssa's like, okay, where can I fit mom with Carol in my rankings versus Carol's like, number one. And it's just like, doesn't make I don't know. There's a, there's a lack of like self awareness mm-hmm. in a lot of these players for sure. Yeah, I think um, Carol is really moving on the fact of like, okay, day one I said I'd have these girls back, so then like has not done much to um, follow through and continue to develop those. You can't just really like it's like it's like a dog like peeing on something and that's their territory. Like I feel like John, I mean slash Carol has taken that strategy in his gameplay of like, I called dibs on you first. You have to be my ally now. Which is like not the case. Like, I don't think, have we seen Carol have a conversation one-on-one with someone who isn't Brew? Uh, Just Alyssa now. Exactly. I just feel like you have a group chat with five people and then you have two conversations with one guy and then one girl. Mm-hmm. If your strategy is to work with the women... Forget brute and focus on those individual relationships in addition to already the group chat that you meet. Mm-hmm. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, the, the a lot of people's strategies are all over the place. And need, I think people are thinking either too tunnel vision or too broadly and not, like, centering themselves. Mm-hmm. I agree. There's, there's interesting and not well thought out attempts at gameplay here by some of these people um others are doing better that's like really where we can leave it i think that like this conversation is more beneficial to Alyssa than it is to carol because carol thinks that Alyssa is their number one already and they're each other's number ones where like Alyssa's kind of like re-upping that relationship in addition to the other ones she already has yeah after that, we get Brew and Yuling chatting one-on-one. So, like, Brew kind of flirts with her and, like, said his T-shirt was boyfriend material. Which, ugh. And so I just felt like I was reading, you know, those, like, uh, meme accounts that are just, 
like it looks like someone took a tweet but put it on like an Instagram post so it's not actually a tweet yeah. it's just like that white background, white with, background that. with the text yeah yeah, yeah it's like it just felt like Brew was reading from one of those um <laughs> when he texted you like no joke um they do have a bit more of a serious conversation after the first initial flirting and they and they connect a bit um but I really just think it's kind of trying to build up for what we see coming in like episode eight of these conversations have happened who's going to remain true to who i think i think bruce like first of all the fact that he flirts with yu ling made no sense to me i was like why why is that a decision that we're making also with like later on the fact that it makes it seem like there's like two showmances Mm-hmm. So why did you go out of your way to flirt with someone who already kind of already is in one? I don't know. Decisions were making being made that just doesn't make sense. We're not explained. I guess maybe just, Brood doesn't talk out loud enough for us to understand what the heck's going on because there's no confessionals. So people can't prompt him questions to answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just like really interesting game choices that I personally will not understand. And just don't back. Like, I was like, okay. Okay. The things he says out loud usually involves a pun of his name. Um, Brutiful life. Also, I can't remember. I'm pretty confident I read that at least with the UK version, there was like sometimes producers would like microphone in and like kind of ask them questions to kind of get them like talking out loud about things. I wonder if that's happening here or not. Maybe maybe that is the case, but I guess the producers are just not prompting Brew enough for me to understand what the <laughs> hell is going on. Like, I was just like, anyways, I was like, okay, Brew's just being Brew. Next. Mm-hmm. After that, we get our ratings. And so in sixth place is unfortunately Krissa. So people, Ooh. it looks like they tanked her after seeing that um, she got two votes for most likely to win. Tied in fourth were Brew and Carol. So Mama Bear and baby bear or chilling in fourth place together (laughs) in third place was frank which i think is a great place for frank right now um because that does not it removes some threat from him agreed and in second place is Alyssa, making yuling our first place influencer so Mm -hmm. uh Alyssa and Yuling are our influencers for our second blocking we're in episode six and only had two blockings it's crazy to me um, but before the influencers go to the hangout and make their decision, we get the end of the roast activity. And so I, I didn't write down a lot of notes from it just because I feel like as someone who, again, like I've said, my dream job is to just roast people, <laughs> <It's all> people. <laughs> um, that like, I could go on forever about what just happened and I don't know how beneficial that is to our audience. So I only wrote down a few things. First of all, Krista's response to her own roast is some of the funniest shit I've seen on the circle because her roasts were so bad. They weren't <laughs> she was like boom. Yeah, and she's like, oh, yeah, God, it's like, up on bed. Like, what's crazy to me? Just like, oh, my God. You not only don't know what a memoir is, you don't know what a roast is, Krista. Oh, my God. (laughs) Also, Krista is in her bed, like, 90% of the the time we see her. I realize that. I'm like, 
<laughs> like that's why that puzzle never got done was because she, the puzzle was in the living room <laughs> she was in the bedroom um but yeah chris's roasts were awful i don't think she knows what a roast is um but she redeemed herself with her reactions to her own roast because that was just <laughs> so funny uh i thought rachel did a great job in being um like shady and funny I wish she was able to kind of like abbreviate her jokes a little bit, but she still did what she was supposed to. She came and brought it. Um, Frank's was a wrap. Like Frank might not also know what a roast is. Frank should know what a roast is. I mean, I'm going to keep, oh my God. Honestly, I don't know if they gave him like a description. A roast is when you go, and you insult someone with humor. Like, I don't know if they just, like, explained it or whatever, but maybe they should have. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they should have. Yep. And I thought Yuling was going to be better, but she was. She also kind of like gave us the heads up where she's like, I'm not funny, I'm just mean, and so I don't know how to, like, make them funny, but it's fine, it's fine. Uh, Alyssa's were all right. Nathan's were... Yeah, like, eh. um, Nathan at least, like, tried, but, like, the whole you have a face for radio, how many times have we heard that, that type of thing, so, I don't know, I was, I was definitely disappointed, but I did think that brews were good, like, brew won, and I thought brews were good. I think, I think brews were good, here's the thing. And this is why I'm, I I haven't said I haven't chimed in much in this part. I think the game shouldn't have been done if it was gonna be, um, per, like in person or whatever, mm-hmm. because like or like letting people know who did it because then you can't be really mean and like funny about it because you don't know how people are gonna take it. Like mm-hmm. if the game was done anonymously and then like only like Rachel knew who said what or whatever, and then she would probably like send a video to them being like congratulations your roast was so funny blah 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 or she would give criticism like roast number one roast number two blah 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 like we could have had it in such a better way but no one wants like if I was playing the game I wouldn't want to participate in this game properly and I think that was a like a really a shame because it could have been done really well and so I was like okay whatever and I we do see the consequences of this because um there's a conversation that happens where people talk about bruised roasts and they're like, oh, Bruce, not so much of a nice guy as we thought if he can say yeah. those things. So it's like participating in the activity the way the, like, that it's intended is going to hinder a lot of like someone's game if they win. So it should have just done, been done anonymously, whatever. I think Rachel should have won because hers was related to the game. And she owned up and she did what the girlies wanted, which was like to shade people. She mm-hmm. got Nathan. She got... Like, she got all the girls that we wanted, and I was like, yes, Rachel. And I think this is a characteristic of Rachel's that I was, like, shocked to see. But we see that it's actually something that she will do throughout the whole time, at least, from the next two episodes that we'll talk about um, the next time we're on. But I was like, that was the first time we get kind of, like, a glimpse or a taste of it. And I was here for it. I was like, mm-hmm. go in, Rachel. You tell them. Like, I feel like I think a lot of people thought they could walk all over Rachel, or Rachel uh-huh. was just not going to say what she's thinking. Um, but she's the most straightforward, real. I literally tweeted, I said, 
Rachel is hashtag so real. Because I was like, <laughs> yes, I love that. So mm-hmm. I was here for Rachel. Rachel won it for me. She was my MVP. Brew, I was like, okay. I, I wouldn't expect anything less from a radio host who has 3.2 followers. Like, I wasn't like, groundbreaking. <laughs> yeah, I I have watched the TV show Roast Battle more times than I care to admit. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that show, they, like, basically they have, like, a, a whole bracket system. And so, like, if you and I were against each other, what would happen would be, like, 24 hours before, basically, like, we sit down and we have, like, an hour-long conversation just explaining or, like, exchanging information about ourselves. And then the next day, you and I are up on stage and, like, I ha- I get to make a joke about you. You can rebuttal it. You get to make a joke about me. I can rebuttal it. This happens three times. And so, like, it, I would lose the circle because of the roast game because I would want my roast to be so good. And I would expect people to take them as the jokes that they are versus mm-hmm. the uh, <laughs> like the personal attacks that they could be seen as mm-hmm. and so your point definitely makes a lot of sense from circle gameplay I know that I wanted more because I am like that's probably my favorite form of comedy is mm-hmm. roast battles and stuff so I was a little let down I did appreciate the ones who like were able to pull it off yeah but no you're right like why tank your game over this yeah which I probably would. Uh, so, Future note for when you get on the show. Yeah, don't do it. Be nice, which is so annoying. But um, after we get the influencers going to the hangout, so we've got Alyssa and Yuling going up, and they both agree that they're going to save Brew. They both agree that they want to save Frank. So it really brings it to Krissa and Carol as who they're deciding between. Um, at this point, what were you thinking in terms of what these two should do? Um, I just think the way they went about it was wrong in the first place. Like Yu Ling, I think has much more to lose because she's so good. She's in such a good position. So I would have said, roll call. We all pick one person because then it would have been, Alyssa would have been like, oh my God, brew, obviously. And then I, Yuling could have said Frank. And then it would have been like, okay, who do you save between Krissa, um, Krissa, Carol, and someone else? I'm forgetting who the third person That's would be. That's it. Oh, would have been what? Yeah, because um, there's four there's, people or five people. There's you have the two influencers, the four who are also rated, but then you have the two, Nathan and okay. um okay. Rachel who can't be eliminated. So yeah, they I think, brought it down to two people pretty immediately. I think Yulin should have kept her foot down. She should have said, like, Car- there's too many reasons why Carol is giving catfish. Let's just get her out, whatever, whatever. And it leaves less blood on your hands because the next day, because Alyssa also thinks that this person's a catfish. So, like, the next day, the house would have been like, good job, you guys. You guys did such mm-hmm. a good job. Whereas, like, picking Carissa leaves worse ramifications from other people and how they perceive you versus like getting Carol out, finding out Carol's catfish, which they already knew. And then moving forward in the game. I don't know. I just felt like that would have been a smarter decision, especially since like Yulin had just had this deep conversation. Mm -hmm. And like, again, 
sincerity, vulnerability, and honesty builds connections that are much more stronger than if you get into a group chat with someone and just talk shit. Like, that's just how it is. So, I don't know. I, I, like, I just think it would have been better. And also, like, Alyssa, I don't think, values Carol at all. Mm -hmm. Like, at all. And, like, I don't know. It's just, like, Krissa's also sixth place. So obviously people, she's disposable at this rate a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So why not keep someone who's a little bit more disposable? And you can leverage it with someone you don't have a relationship and be like, hey, I know we don't have a relationship, but I thought you deserved to stay. And mm-hmm. I would like to like possibly build a relationship with us moving forward because I do see the value in you. And then Krista would be more thankful to you in that sense, especially since she already has power that Carol doesn't have. Like, she has more leverage with specific people that Alyssa does not. But Alyssa and Carol are playing in the same pool of people. Like, there's so much you can do with that, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? I felt like Yulin gave up her game here momentarily um, yeah. and put herself in a far worse position. And she could have really taken control of her own path going forward had she um, pushed for Carol to be the one to go. Because the thing is, like, yeah, Alyssa has had one-on-one conversations with Carol, but, like, Yuling hasn't. And Alyssa hasn't had the conversations with Krista that Yuling has. So um, it really seemed like Yuling kind of just folded over and let Alyssa Alyssa get what she wanted, Um, which actually, like, for me – and I guess we can talk about about this more in the next coming episodes. Like, it seems like this decision kind of changes how Ewing approaches the game. And I kind of wish she just, like, had that authority in her own decisions um, for this one because I think it was the wrong one. I think she, like, weakened her game and she allowed Alyssa to strengthen her, like, her game and um, – it unfortunately like does not it, it it makes the game harder for Yuling going forward. I'd wish that she uh pushed back a bit. Give me one second. Yeah. I can keep talking. So uh what we do find out is that I mean we've kind of alluded to what's happened, but um we'll pretend that we haven't and because Yuling is the player that came in first out of the overall rankings, she actually has to go and block this person face-to-face. Um, so, yeah, we've kind of alluded that the decision that gets made, it really is more Alyssa's decision. At least it feels like to us as the viewers. Obviously, we don't see as much conversation, but it felt like Yuling was kind of just like, okay, yeah, sure, going along versus standing up for what she wanted. and um, But now she has to go and basically take Alyssa's decision to this person's face and tell them what is going on. And um, that kind of sucks because it she definitely – it feels like Beeling's doing the dirty work here, both in compromising her own morals, standards, game for this – in addition, having to have the conversation with the person that they're choosing to block. But that is where episode six ends. And 
So while Josiane is doing her thing, um, here, I'll, I'll tell you what we've got going on over here on uh, Silent Podcast and what I'm doing online. So you can find me. Oh, hey, welcome back. I I ended the show. (laughs) We're still on, but because we were at the point where it was just like, hey, this is, she has to, it's the end of the episode anyway. So um, I I explained while you were gone that they, uh, that Yuling has to now go take this decision to someone's Mm -hmm. face. And that's really it. So we'll see next time what's going to go down with that. So I was about to tell people where they can follow us and follow me, but. Here, why don't you tell people where they can do that with you? Well, since you offered. Um, <laughs> you all can find me on Instagram, Twitter, at JosianeXNM, J-O-S-I-A-N-E-X-N-M. Uh, <clears throat> I also podcast, obviously, because you're listening or watching us. Um, <laughs> so I podcast with Silent Podcast for The Circle, Alert, Alert, maybe an appearance on the show Carrie is going to do, so I'll let her speak on that. <laughs> but we also have potential Big Brother Canada interview, postseason interviews coming up in the works, so keep an eye out for that. And obviously, we are premiering just so damn messy in next week or the week after that, depending on scheduling. So also keep an eye out on that, because we just talk mad shit and get messy. And <laughs> who doesn't love that? So. Yeah, I saw, um, I don't know if this is like revealing anything I'm not supposed <laughs> to, but I saw a few like videos lined up in the barrel. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So really moving forward on that. Yes, ma'am. That's exciting. We just want to be consistent for y'all. So that's why. <laughs> that makes sense. I do appreciate consistency. And that's why I was like so mad at myself for getting sick last week because it's like, no, I really want to be putting this content out so people can depend <laughs> on it. Um, but it's fine. So anyway, I am on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Venmo, KGD26. Um, I don't really do too much important stuff on anything. I'm just, you know, I, you, you casually check in on me from time to time. That's the person. That's my, like, social media presence. But my silent podcast presence is just evolving by the second. So, so true. Um, if you follow us, on our social medias um twitter you can see when we go live or uh youtube and silent or and twitch those are both silent podcasts our twitter is silent underscore podcast follow all three of them um you can see podcasts coming up such as this one circle coverage obviously because you're listening to it right now we've got a weekly podcast about Real World Homecoming, um, New Orleans, and that's been a lot of fun. We are getting some very good storylines. We're getting to talk about, like, some real shit, uh, and those storylines keep evolving, and we get to talk about other, like, just very important things. So that's cool. That's with me and Katie. And then um, the challenge just started this week. So this Tuesday, you'll hear us talk about episodes one and two, and then from there on out, we'll be on Thursdays covering that content for you. Um that's going to be weekly. That's going to be like a rotating cast and crew coming on through. So you'll get to hear a bunch of people talking on there. And that's what Josiana is implying. So she's going to be joining us, I think, uh, in a week or so. And then Katie and I also do a podcast about Real Housewives, which um, we'll be covering like the last two weeks. And again, that's my fault. But we'll be covering like the last two weeks of stuff. On Monday, we're going to be talking 
New Jersey reunion, a couple of Atlanta episodes, and um, Beverly Hills started this past week. So you're going to get a ton. You're at, you have a long podcast coming your way if you are a Real Housewives fan. So check out all that content. Um, we have we are picking things up over here at Salem Podcast. So if there's something you want covered, um, let us know because we are also adding talent to our pool as we speak. And we would love to talk about it. Like, I'm on four shows right now. We just love to talk about things. Um, <laughs> we just love to talk, period. <laughs> I, like, don't talk to anybody else. Just podcasts at just this point podcasts. in my life. Like, Literally that's same. it. But, um, so that's it. We're going to be back on Monday to cover episodes seven and eight. And those are good ones. We are excited Tune for episode seven in, and y'all. eight. Yes. We're going to we get got- into it. We are ready for them because it really is um, ramping us up for the end game. And that's like the beginning of it. It's like that top part of the roller coaster. We've we've been kind of like going up this roller Slowly, coaster again, yeah. ready for it. And episode seven and eight are going to be a part where our hands are like, ah, and back and forth. So <laughs> that's, that's yeah. where we're at. So join us Monday for that. And um, if you're listening to us on a podcast forum, thanks. We appreciate it. Keep on listening, subscribe, review, comment, rate, all those things. If you're listening live, like Valencia, we love you always. But um, until <laughs> next time, we are here on behalf of Silent Podcast for anything but silent. See you later. See ya. Bye.